This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 292. Hey there, Red Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthier plant-based lifestyle. I am one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. 2019 marks the anniversary of when Larissa and I decided to become vegetarian. How many it years? Also, that's six years. Six it also years. marks the sixth year of this podcast. Now, it happened one day... I think it was this month, actually, six years ago, that after watching back-to-back documentaries, I don't even know what made us put these in. I think we're just ready. I, I, I mean, yeah. we, were cru- we were cruising around uh, Netflix. Netflix and came across Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead and then Vegucated. Now, by the end of Vegucated, we were cleaning out our pantry and our refrigerator and our freezer of all meat products. I called my sister and said, hey, we're becoming vegetarian today. Would you like all this stuff? And she came over and took several bags of meat products uh, from our house. Now, while our hearts were certainly in the right place, our heads were not necessarily there. (laughs) And so we thought, oh, this isn't going to be too hard. We can, uh, you know... Eat these Fritos and these Oreos. Let's and see what's vegan. Oh, yeah. Fritos. I think we Oreos. became like frat guys or something. <laughs> <laughs> this is a frat house. Yeah, and it, but it didn't take long until we started to feel really sick. And so we decided to start to educate ourselves on how to feel better. And it really didn't take that long once we found there's a lot of great resources out there. And uh, so we started to fix some of that. And we thought, okay, now this makes more sense. Well, over the last six years, we've learned an awful lot of things. And we've learned things from our community members. What up, peas and carrots? <laughs> and uh, so we wanted to share today our top six learnings from being vegetarian for six for years. six years. But before we get into that, we have a new rating. Yay! Now, okay, now this one is super cool because this comes all the way from brazil awesome awesome i love it when we get like like really far away i love all of our reviews but we get someplace like super far away like south america or like australia or you know it's just it's so cool to know that we reach that far i know it's you know just sitting here in our our little studio slash study in uh san antonio texas and we reach that far it's really crazy it's real you know because i get i see all the podcast stats and where it's being downloaded and it's it's amazing to me some of the countries that i would have never i would have thought how how do we get there? <laughs> you yeah. Know? I mean, I know through the internet and all that, but I just mean, it, it's just really cool. It is really cool. Well, for, see, when for, we were, when we were kids, we would have had to like go on a, in somewhere and find a pen pal and then write a letter and then it takes six weeks to get there and then they get back and you know, so this is really cool. So this re- review uh, comes from uh, Priscilla and she says, hi, I'm Priscilla from Brazil. I've been listening to Vic and Larissa for quite a while, and their podcast is the best on vegetarian lifestyle. They are two fun women talking about vegetarianism with an open mind and lots of respect, something hard to find lately. They research very well the topics of the podcast and bring the latest news on each. I can't wait for their next episode. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. I hope to visit Brazil one day. I know. It'd be, be awesome. So awesome. We'll, we'll go visit Priscilla. <laughs> All right. This episode of the Vegetarians End podcast is 
sponsored by the Golden Apple Roundtable. If you're not familiar with these folks, you should be because they're the ones that help keep the lights on here at Vegetarian <laughs> And we talk about Zen. them every week. We do, just about. Uh, they help keep the lights on here at Vegetarian Zen by providing us with a show of monetary support every month via Patreon.com. And if you're not familiar with Patreon, essentially it is a membership platform that makes it easy for artists and creators to get support from their fans, followers, and community members. Many people just don't realize that it takes money to keep the podcast going every uh, every month. Well, you know, and we've been doing this what six years now, mm-hmm. right? Right. <laughs> so we do incur costs for media hosting, website hosting, equipment. We're in the process right now of changing our theme. It should be out by the time this podcast the comes website. out. The website theme is being changed to make it easier for you guys to find resources and for us to be able to add more resources without being like a cluttered closet <laughs> that it was starting to be <laughs> right. after podcasting for six years. So these folks really help make that possible. They support all of that uh, through patreon.com. Now, any money we get from them goes directly back into the cost of producing the podcast and keeping it going free to our listeners on a weekly basis. If you're interested in supporting us, please head out to patreon.com forward slash vegetarian zen and you will see a video of Larissa and me where we talk about the mission of vegetarian zen and why we started it. You're going to get some of that here today too. (laughs) But uh, on the right hand side of the page, you're going to see various support levels everywhere from a dollar a month to $50 a month and a few levels in between there. Now certain levels will qualify you for some vegetarian zen swag such as a car magnet, recyclable grocery bag, stickers, or a t-shirt. Even a dollar a month. You might think to yourself, what is what good would a dollar a month do? You know what? It really does help. So especially because we've got several folks that give it a dollar a month. That's so every right. little bit adds up. And we greatly appreciate these folks. And we have a new member fanfare, please. Okay, so our newest member is from Canada. And her name is Danielle Lapine. And she came in uh, at the Rutabaga Rockstar level. Woohoo! Woohoo! You know, we, we, we do have a uh, special note here that we have now 25 patrons. Sweet. Isn't that awesome? Love it. Love it. Love it. Very cool. So thank you so much, Danielle, for becoming one of our, one of the members of the Golden Apple Roundtable. We mm-hmm. greatly appreciate it. That's right. If you're not interested or not able in contributing on a monthly basis, we also have a one-time button located on our website that says buy us a juice where you can provide a one-time monetary contribution to help support the show. And we do have someone who has shown us some love and that is Michelle uh, Olander who came in at the Splendid Spinach level for that. That's awesome. We have Rutabag Rockstars and Splendid Spinaches and... All kinds of stuff. (laughs) So thank you so much for doing that, Michelle. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, we're ready to get into the main topic. I'm giving her a two thumbs up. Okay, so this was really hard to pinpoint just six things, but because it kind of fit in with the theme of six (laughs) years, six things, I thought, okay, so I kind of played around with a little bit of these, and then I, I, um, we kind of talked about it, and you said, yep, that sounds awesome to me. You can do it. Yes. So let's talk about the first one. Oh, right. So, and this is a, this is big, right? This is like the, the whole reason I think that we've lasted here as long as we have. The whole so, vegetable enchilada. 
<laughs> Thank you, um, vegetarian, uh, what was his name? Wayne Dyer. Oh, yeah. That was his whole thing, the whole enchilada. Of course, he was like a vegan, right? Anyway. I think so, yeah. Uh, all right. So the first one is uh, your vibe attracts your tribe. And that is so true. You know what? This is a life lesson. Yeah. This is really life. But I will tell you, doing this podcast has certainly proven that to be true. Mm -hmm. And what we mean by that is, you know, when we first became vegetarians, we went out to look for resources to help us to eat better. Uh, but like, as I mentioned, we were feeling really bad and we wanted to understand why we we're feeling really bad. And we've started to look for resources mm -hmm. on how to eat healthier as vegetarians and we found a lot of great resources but we also found some that were very preachy and judgy and we talked a little bit more about that in our last episode episode mm -hmm. 291 where we talked about the call-out culture and we just didn't that was not our vibe we were very yeah. turned off by that we just don't think good conversations can happen when you're screaming and scolding people so this is why you know we kind of went with the be the change you want to be in the world and we decided to create vegetarian zen Quite honestly, we weren't sure how many people were going were gonna to start coming around. But you know what? Over the years, we've grown. And time and time again, when we get people that are joining our closed Facebook group, the Peas and Carrots, what up? We, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you crack me up when you do we, that. We see, we get comments that say, I yeah. came because I because was just sick of these, mm -hmm. some of the finger pointing and the judgments and all of that. So definitely. And when you go inside the Peas and Carrots, uh, you will see just that. That uh, that vibe, you will just feel that warm welcome and that vibe in that group. That's true, and like you said, this is not just for um, like your your eating lifestyle. It it should apply to everything in your Who life. Who do you surround yourself with? You know, right. that's, it's really true. Right, what you're surrounding yourself with. You know, at work when I was working in my corporate job, I would really try to stay away from people that were just always bashing the company or bashing their jobs or things like that. You know, I wasn't necessarily in the place I wanted to be, but constantly bickering and, and, you know, just being in that drama just attracts mm -hmm. more of that stuff. Right. Plus, you know, you, you, there were a lot of good things to appreciate about it and it kind of helped to keep that in perspective more too. Right. Absolutely. All right. What's number two. All right. Number two is finding new recipes can be time consuming. Surprise. <laughs> and it's so funny. You would think like with the, the millions and millions of recipes on, on thousands and thousands of sites out there, it would be so easy and cookbooks and all this, the stores and the bookstores and online. But yeah, it sometimes it's like, it's too much, right? Well, yeah. And so where we're going with this before you go, um, that is a learning. That's <laughs> where are you going with that? You know, there's a funny meme. This reminds me. There's a funny meme that's going around. And I posted it actually in our Peas and Carrots where I've seen different variations of this. I think the one I posted was like a banana in a frying mm -hmm. pan with, with some spaghetti sauce. spaghetti sauce and Cheerios thrown around it and beans <laughs> or something like that. But when you first go plant-based, it can be challenging to figure out what to eat. And your best bet is to start, this is where I would say, this is this is kind of where we rolled it back a little bit because we thought, oh no, we're going to have mm -hmm. to find all these new recipes. Where we're going with this point is that you don't necessarily have to find all these new recipes. Mm -hmm. I would start with things that you already like and see if you can kind of make a game out of making them plant-based or healthier than they are. Mm -hmm. So for example, enchiladas, that's a really perfect example of something that is one of our our go-tos, mm -hmm. but changing those from where maybe we used to do beef or chicken, making them, and we're vegetarians, lacto-ovo, so we do cheese, 
Still looking for a good vegan cheese, guys. Still looking. I, I am rooting for the vegan cheese industry. And I, I think a lot of people are. We've seen faux meats come a long way. But in all fairness and in all honesty, I'm still looking for that. But I think that's coming up next. Mm-hmm. I do. Right. But getting back to my point, I think that you don't have to... You're going to overwhelm yourself mm-hmm. if you're just always looking for new recipes. And I think we OD'd on the cookbook thing. We were just buying every cookbook because we yeah. thought... We, and we were flagging all these things and just making life so much more difficult for ourselves whereas I think you need to roll it back and just kind of be a little simple at first right and you know it goes and the other thing is you don't have to be like a five-star gourmet chef I mean Mm -hmm. were you like that when you ate meat I mean (laughs) if if you were then okay great for you you know but just because you doesn't mean you have to like find these like complicated super like like 20 step recipes I mean simple Mm-hmm. Simple stuff. So really the point there is keep it simple, right? Right. Okay. Point number three, life isn't all or nothing. We said this a lot early this is, on. Yeah, this is probably one of the number one things that we say. Yeah. I think especially a lot of people, and I think this is where our tribe helps with this too, because their vibe is like ours very much in that, look, life isn't all or nothing. We're all on various in on the spectrum i think you have in anything you have extreme one way and extreme the other right let's just take politics extreme right and extreme left but i think the reality is most of us fall in the middle right Right. most of us are somewhere in in the middle and it's the same thing in the in the plant-based community i think what happens though is you get people that are shaming other people for not being exactly where they are Mm -hmm. and you know we talked again we talked about that in 291 where you can't just assume everyone has the same level of knowledge or experience that you have right so that's where chilling out let everybody (laughs) like be where they are right uh and so not being all or nothing I've heard some people just say, oh, I messed up today. I had an egg or I messed up today. I had some butter in this or that. Mm -hmm. Is it really messed up? I mean, maybe it's not exactly where you want it to be, but it's not all about all or nothing because if we make it that way, we're more liable to to just stop. Right. You know, I would say if, if you, if you say you messed up, but I mean, no, no, small towns were destroyed or no, (laughs) you know, you didn't cause any natural disasters or, you know, I would say that that it's okay. Yeah. And if you're just doing it, you're just doing a little bit better every day. Right. Definitely. Okay. What's point number four? Okay. It is okay to dislike faux meat. (laughs) We're just going to say it. Right. I just said about the faux cheese too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, I mean, quite honestly, I don't like most of it. Well, I got to tell you when we first started and I didn't like it, I thought, bad vegetarian i know and we ate a lot of it and i think we both ate it even though it wasn't like our favorite thing well we we thought you were just supposed to put it in anything that had a meat dish right right, before and no (laughs) no (laughs) exactly and now not exactly Uh, you know we we still will eat occasionally um like a breakfast sausage well there's some i like i have a breakfast sausage i have a breakfast sausage almost every morning that's my that's my go-to with the uh English muffin, our uh, one egg, and, and um, the um, morning, star. morning star. Right, right. And I like the Trader Joe's ones. I I get sick of them, so I'll go through periods where like I'll eat them, and then I'm like, oh, I can't eat another one of these, and you know, then I'll be off of them for a few months. But so things like that. Um, uh, 
burgers, you know, there are certain ones that I don't mind. I don't like the bean ones. I don't like, you know, there's certain ones. I do love the impossible. I I don't really care for most of the chicken. Uh, I don't care for most of the beef, but I didn't like a lot of beef stuff anyway before, like real um, beef. So I, you know, there are so many things you can do without it. You know? There are. We made something the other day where you put the chicken in it, and I said, "You know what? It probably would have been it's just better. better without I mean, not it." Yeah, chicken. the chicken. chicken. Uh, <laughs> was it the corn or what was it? Yeah, it was corn. Yeah, the Q-U-R I just and corn. Yeah. I and I, it might have been enchiladas. I think the skillet enchiladas that I just added some of that, and yeah, we just decided that we'd rather just have zucchini and mushrooms in exactly. it without the exactly. The f- and not meat. to mention, there are some vegetables that lend themselves very well to replacing a meat such as mm-hmm. shiitake mushrooms and or jackfruit portobello mushrooms right. yeah i actually i think i meant to yeah. say yeah. uh portobello yeah we just had some killer killer portobello uh well i did uh, you did fajita tacos yesterday at a vegan restaurant here in town la botanica yeah shout, so out. shout out to rebel at la botanica um but anyway yeah and those were super good in fact i need to go back because i need more yeah i had the uh, black bean empanadas very yeah. good. Yeah, we just found, I don't know how that I have not hooked up with mm-hmm. talking to Rebel yet mm-hmm. because uh, she has a, a very well-known vegan restaurant here in San Antonio. It's down on our North St. Mary Strip, which is a very popular a popular place for the kids. Barge. <laughs> it used to be a popular place for the kids in the 90s. Then it went kind of dead. And now it's coming, now it's back. coming back. Yeah, with all new places pretty with much. With all new places. And I think the demographic is a little higher now, too. Yeah. I think it's more yeah. like us not yeah. those little hipsters <laughs> <laughs> us uh, but yeah we would like to have her on the show at some point yeah so, uh, that's really hopefully cool. you guys can look forward That'd to be that really cool. yeah. yeah all right so let's get into our learning number five just because it's vegan oh this is a this is a good one just because it's vegan or vegetarian doesn't mean it's healthier <laughs> Which goes back what? to <laughs> which goes back me? to why we felt so bad when we first became vegetarian because we were eating junk. Now, how embarrassing was this for us? We became vegetarian and we gained weight. Yeah, that's embarrassing. It is. Yeah, and yeah, we're but, still. You know, I don't think that's that uncommon, quite honestly. Well, I know, but a lot of it is because we're eating it's, junky food, it's, and we eating... still have struggles because of some of our of the processed food we eat. Although we're eating better better mm-hmm. now. Uh, we are back on Weight Watchers. I think we had mentioned that on the show before. Mm-hmm. Then we got away from it. What I like about this current, um, th- and we're not sponsoring Weight Watchers no, or anything no. like that, but I just want to let you guys know if anybody else is interested. Well, in I think they rebranded as WW now. Oh, my bad. I know. It's free wheel, isn't it? Or free wheeling or something. Something free, uh, free uh, freestyle. Free, <laughs> <laughs> you just Joe Geronimo freestyling. <laughs> Uh, free styling Weight points. Watchers. Yeah. yeah so Whatever. like you don't get points for sure. Like tofu, zero points. Yeah. Yay. It means it come, yeah. doesn't come out of your bank account. So it is <laughs> to me, in my opinion, it's vegetarian. And I did look at some of the vegan stuff there and it's mm-hmm. pretty, looks pretty friendly for, for them as far as like tracking foods and all of that. Right. But getting back to the point is that we ate so poorly mm-hmm. and weren't feeling well because we were thinking, well, we're a vegetarian diet. It must mm-hmm. be healthier. Nope. Nope, mm-hmm. nope, nope. And, and in even, fact, I gained quite a bit of weight. Yeah, you. I think you gained more. more um, of course, I'm heavier than you. but Percentage-wise, I, I think I gained more than you. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Uh, yeah, so even today, it's easy to forget that some of the plant-based food is actually not that great for you. But, uh, you know, we've gotten a lot better about 
knowing when we're actually eating junk and right. and at least knowing it's junk and not thinking it's just health food like right. we did. Well, and you know, one good rule of thumb is the less processed it is, probably the better it is mm-hmm. for you. That's and true. Not to say that there aren't total like plant foods that are not high in fat or high in calories or high in sugar, but they're natural. It's not Mm -hmm. all the processed stuff that's added refined sugar, that's refined flour, that's, you know, added fat, all that stuff. Fat as in the, the best fruit in the world. No, no, no. (laughs) Avocado. Nope. Uh -uh. (laughs) No grapefruit. (laughs) See, I, no. I, I, that's I, funny. Your favorite fruit is grapefruit. Mine is avocado and I, you can't stand avocado and I can't stand grapefruit. It, grapefruit has got to be, except grapefruit and mango are the two I do not like. Mm-hmm. And yeah, well, yeah. I counter your <laughs> avocado with a grapefruit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Getting to learning number six. Yes. The last but not least variety. It's all about variety. So you want to keep it. Fresh, no pun intended. Fresh, yeah, and, and try different things. It doesn't mean just because you you are uh, plant based doesn't mean you have to eat like the same six plants <laughs> or the same four grains. Yeah, you know uh, there are so many different ways that you can prepare. I don't know green beans. You know it doesn't have to be oregano and just oregano or lemon. It, you know you can try so many different um, herbs, spices. Um, Uh, cooking methods and, you know, combine different things. And you may find something that you've never even heard of that tastes amazing to you. Yeah, it it kind of, it can sound a little bit like we're countering our our learning number two, which was new recipes can be time consuming. (laughs) Yeah, but what we're really just trying to say is, you know, we did learn, we overwhelmed ourselves when we were trying to learn, we thought everything had to be a new recipe Mm -hmm. and we didn't even eat that way when we were eating meat, right? Mm -hmm. So... Adding some variety, though, and just even if it's just improving a skill you have as far as in the kitchen, like I used to think, for example, before I took the Forks Over Knives cooking course over the summer, I used to think it's impossible to cook without oil. How can you do that? Or or to saute or caramelize vegetables without oil. Well, guess what? You can. And Mm -hmm. they came out pretty darn good, too. Not, Not slimy. So just making sure that you're keeping yourself you're giving yourself some variety can help you to stick with your goals without overwhelming yourself. So it's more about the balance. Right. All right. Well, hopefully you've learned a few things from our mistakes (laughs) and some of our learnings uh, that, that, uh, you know, can help you on your plant-based journey. We're always learning. We'll be doing, I'm sure next year, seven things we've learned in seven years. <laughs> uh, so we're always learning, but uh, we'd love to hear your learnings as well. So just let's, since that's a good segue, let's talk about the question of the week, which is what have been your learnings along your own plant-based journey? Please leave a comment at vegetarianzen.com forward slash 292. Or you can head out to our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash vegetarianzen. Or why not join the peas and carrots at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarian zen. You'll be hit up with three questions before you're allowed to into the group. Please answer those questions because I need to make sure we're not getting any spammers or bots or anything like that coming into our group. But once you answer those, we will let you in. All right. Ready to move to the recipe of the week? Okay, let's do this. So the recipe this week comes from... 
from my bowl. That's correct. That's uh, Caitlin Shoemaker is the uh, is the person who uh, runs that site. It's a website. Okay, mm-hmm. I wasn't sure. I didn't yeah. say. Uh, and the recipe is one pot vegan mushroom stroganoff. Oh, that sounds good. Uh, it looked amazing. And this is actually this was actually provided by in the peas and carrots group from Trisha Hein Brewster, and she said, "This is my absolute favorite vegan recipe. It calls for cashew butter." But I've also subbed in almond butter, and I still really like it. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, so on the site, though, Caitlin Shoemaker, the the uh, author, mm-hmm. the creator of this recipe, she says, My one-pot vegan mushroom stroganoff is a healthy and hearty twist on a classic stroganoff. This cozy and creamy noodle d- dish is sure to be a crowd pleaser. And you know, it's so funny, I never cared for like stroganoff with meat, but this really sounds good. I love stroganoff. I loved it with I meat. I love it. <laughs> you know, but it's funny because when remember when we yes. substituted mushrooms? It was yes. the first time in my life I broke out in hives. I think it had too many <laughs> I think mushrooms. it was too much mushrooms. It's, it's mushroom just too movie. much. <laughs> <laughs> so on our uh, on the page uh, at vegetarianzen.com forward slash 292, we will also have a video. We're going to have a link to Caitlin's uh, from my bowl's uh, recipe, mm-hmm. but we're also going to have a video from her on YouTube. Sweet. A link. Okay, the resource this week. Our new site Yay. should be up and running by the time this podcast rolls out on Sunday the 20th, I think it's the 20th. Is it? Yeah, I think it's the 20th. So it, it, we originally said it was going to be down a couple of days, but we had a few things that we wanted to really get in there and make really nice and pretty for you guys. We're hoping that you're going to be able to find resources much more, uh, much easier and that you're going, we're, you know, we're going to put some new things out there this mm-hmm. week too. So we wanted to make sure we had the framework in there before we just started adding a whole bunch of stuff. That's so right. hopefully you guys are really going to dig that. And hopefully by the time this rolls out, we've done it. And we it's found out. a kick butt designer. So she's, she's doing awesome work for us right at this very moment. Exactly. All right. Well, I think that does it for our episode this week until next time. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.